this young man, his name is Edwin Uzi Mendes. He was Uzi because he was actually a former gang But in God's wondrous plan, he had changed his heart and he converted. And now he had a heart for evangelization. And so one day what he did was Edwin went to what is known as the Latin King's Territory and he set up a table. And there, some thugs approached him. And he said to him, you know, we don't need you. We're the biggest gang in the country. And then they flashed their gang signs, you know, Latin Kings. You know. And then Edwin responded, well, I'm part of the biggest gang in the world. And he intrigued with attention. He said, what gang is that? And then Edwin flashed his gang sign. The Catholic Church. Of course, the Catholic Church is not a gang. <laughs> he's trying to speak their language. And so he started to speak to them of the Lord's mercy. And usually gang membership is to pay for protection. And so he said, if you're part of this group, this gang, the protection of Our Lady is greater than any gang in the world. And so after that moment, he invited them to go to Mass, and after Mass, they, these, these thugs, gang members, went to confession. And it was Divine Mercy Sunday. So most of us are not called to set up a table and evangelize in gang territory. But all of us have the duty to evangelize. Not a suggestion, but a duty. Well, Benedict XVI says, the work of evangelization is a fundamental duty and imperative upon the whole people of God. So today we celebrate the Feast of Pentecost, and it's a reminder of our calling to proclaim the gospel of the power of the Holy Spirit. And so today I'm going to go through three keys to evangelization. See, some of us, when we hear the word evangelization and going out to people, you might feel like you're not qualified. Like, I don't have a PhD in theology. And so what can happen is that many of the lay people will defer to the clergy or the sisters or those of education. But one way to look at evangelization is that evangelization is sharing what you love. Evangelization is sharing what you love. So I'll give you an example. So we do this all the time in, the, in, our, in our daily life. You know, I love Vietnamese noodle soup. I'm a little biased. Every time my friends want to go out, I say, let's go for a fall. So I'm like a fall evangelizer. So I can tell you the different types of broths in the different cities, which are the north, which the south. I can tell you which restaurants have the best beef, which gives you a lot of beef, which is a little beef. I can tell you which restaurant gives you the type of poison sauce you put in your broth. So I can truly tell you, I've had many converts. <laughs> See, the thing is, I don't have a PhD in making pho. I don't even know how to make it. But I have the love for pho. And so the way my love can speak to this intrinsic goodness of this Vietnamese broth. And so the first key to evangelization is this. Jesus says, whoever loves me, keep my words. 
And so when we love Jesus, we keep his words. If we keep his words, that means we have a knowledge of him, a sufficient knowledge of him. Maybe not sufficient enough to teach a class, right, or to preach, but what qualifies me to preach is that I can share at least my love for Jesus. And this is what gives credibility to my message. And like I said, we share that all the time. We share about the food we like, the places we like to go to, the people we love to hang out, the shows we love to watch. So how come we're more reticent to share what we love about the faith? And so the thing too about our faith is that the more we share our faith, the more we grow in our faith as well. If you feel like you're stuck in your faith, it means you need to share your faith. What happens is the more you share your faith, the more you realize that you need to learn more. And so the more you realize that you have to go back, and the more you learn about our faith, the more you want to go out to share the richness of it. So we encourage you to think about evangelization and sharing what you love, which is Jesus. And for some of us, you might have this call as well to go to far off lands. Some people are called to be missionaries in different countries. But as we all know, mission territory is right here. Canada is now considered missionary territory. You can just walk outside of Black Diamond in this church. We're already in mission territory. And some of the best missionary territory is our family and friends. And some of you might think, Easy just to go into gang territory. <laughs> no prophet is accepted in your own country. But the second key to evangelization is we need to speak their language. We heard in the first reading today that the apostles were filled with the Holy Spirit and to speak in and they began to speak in other languages. And at the end of that reading, it says, We hear them speaking in our own language of God's deeds and works. And so there's this one Catholic speaker. He was a famous Catholic speaker who decides to remain anonymous, but he was you know, able to reach out to thousands of people throughout the country, but he couldn't even reach his own son. So what he started to do was he started trying to get to know his son's interests. And through a series of Awkward conversations. He found out that his son was really into this heavy metal band. So his father bought these CDs of this band, began to listen to the music, began to memorize the lyrics, even study the history of the band. And one day, the band he found out was coming to town, so he bought two tickets and told his son that, hey, I'm buying tickets to this concert, but only on the condition that I can go with you. And so the son reluctantly allowed his father to come with him. And while they were there at the concert, this heavy metal music band, the father was there to the surprise of the son singing along, <laughs> speaking knowledgeably about this band. And so what happened was after the concert, they had an opportunity to go out to eat. And as a result of that, the son began to open up about the difficulties in his life and his faith. And Father, for the first time, was really able to speak to his heart. So now the son is more involved in his faith. Not perfect, of course, but he's also attending a Catholic college. And so the second key to evangelization is that we need to begin to speak the language of the other people. Of course, we do not need to dilute our faith, 
But we, what we need to do is we need to translate the truths of our faith so that the people desire what's already in their heart. Because everybody already truly desires the gospel because everybody is made for God. And so we just need to speak the truth of the gospel in a way that they understand. And the third key to evangelization is that we are messengers of the message and not the Lord of the message. See, ultimately, it is the Holy Spirit who is at work in evangelization. You know, St. Paul says, no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. And so, of course, we got to do our part. we got to till the ground. But ultimately, it's God who's going to bear the fruit. So Bishop Robert was telling us a story about how he was visiting the focus missionaries in the U.S. And in the U.S., they have um, this fellowship of Catholic university students, these student missionaries who go out to the different university campuses. And so when he went to one of their outposts, he said, well, how's it going? And then they said, well, what we decided to do is we wanted to figure out who was the most influential student on campus. And when we did our research, we found out that it was the quarterback of the football team. And so what we decided to do was we decided to pray for his conversion every day. And so Bishop Robert said, well, how's that going? Well, we've been praying for him by name every day for the last three to four months. And we haven't gotten him yet. But we do have his roommate and his girlfriend. They've converted to the faith. So we think it's only a matter of time before God wins him over to you. And so today, we celebrate Pentecost Sunday. In our opening prayer today, we pray that we may have this new outpouring of the Holy Spirit so that we can fulfill the mission of the apostles. The mission which Jesus gave not just to them, but to each and every person sitting here today. So we are reminded of the call to evangelize. And we can summarize the three keys as this. Evangelizing from love, evangelizing with love, and evangelizing by the spirit of love. We're called to evangelize from the fullness of love that we have in our hearts for Jesus. We're called to evangelize with the love and concern we have for others. And we, can, we evangelize by the power of the spirit of love who makes all things possible. From love, with love, and by the spirit of love. And that is why we evangelize. And we are reminded today to ask for this new outpouring of the Holy Spirit, a renewing and a reawakening of the gift of the Spirit that is already within each and every one of us, to give us the courage, the prudence, and the power to evangelize, just like the apostles did.